Welcome to the family with Alex Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Brandt. Andy Bernard. Our special guest Frank Caliendo will be with us in just minutes. Tom Bernard here on the show. So what's the, how's the weather outside? It's like 51 Gorgeous. or 61 or what is it? When I ran at 7.30 this morning, it was rather chilly. Yeah. It was very chilly. But then in like the middle of the day, days, I know, and it's like the morning's a little cool. And Except then, for the costume changes constantly. I know, because I dress yeah. in the morning for 55, and then it's 72. Yeah. And then... Check. Oh, there he is. Yay. We hear him. Frank Caliendo is joining us. We're just, what are you, what are you guys just talking about? Check. Check, man. Check, man. Check. Ah, yes, check. There. Ah, yes, check. So, Alex. Did you guys start already? Or did I just, uh, no, we, we just jumped on. We, we just jumped Welcome on. Welcome to Tom Barnard podcast with the family and the, and the relatives and uh, <laughs> co workers and friends and. An invisible uh, gnome that lives underneath Tom's hat. Yes. Yes, there's that. Yeah, well, it looks yeah, very gnome-like. We should light you a little bit better. You kind of look like just a hat. <laughs> yeah, me? you do look Yeah. So no, let's leave him lit the same. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> perfect the way he is. <laughs> leave him alone. Sorry great, to interrupt. Great to hear your voice again. Uh, we uh, This whole... Yeah, it's like been said, a while. The, the COVID thing got really old with nobody on the road and blah, 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 and didn't see friends ever. And so it's great to see you, pal. Didn't I get in to see you at one point? You did, I thought yes. I came in once you after, yep. once quickly after COVID, we all wore masks. It was around Halloween, so we wore Halloween masks. <laughs> I like it. I was... I was the wolf man. Had to sh- actually shave my back for that. Uh, oh. Thank you. Oh, Thank you so much. Too much information. So how's the business going now? People coming out to hopefully uh, are going to. The reason I ask this is because, you know, I, I have a friend that uh, she's going to come on the show uh, in October. And her family, well, the Mann family, they own a bunch of uh, theaters around the United States. And uh, people are starting to get back into movie theaters. They, they're packing it for a couple of things here and there. But uh, it was just, well, Catherine, yes, talk dear. about the fact that we're sitting there and to see that wonderful screen up there it was uh, the uh, Haunting in Venice, which is Agatha Christie's uh, novel. New movie. Kenneth Branagh's the new movie. And Tina Fey, by the way, uh, is very good in it. I was wondering, because you hate her. I don't think she's funny in the least. I, so I, really I wasn't sure if you would even go see it because well, you dislike her so much. she's kind of been the same thing for a very, very long time. I mean, and, haven't we all? Well, I know. But, I mean, when you're supposedly an actress, you're supposed to have some reach. And she didn't seem to have much reach. She did what she did well. You mean range. Here's the thing on that. I'll give it a, a perspective. It's funny because that's – she might have a little more power than some people. Yeah, But yeah. they start – they start casting you. That's the only way you get jobs is just to kind of be yourself. She has a little more pull than that, but that's the whole thing is pigeonholing yourself. There's yeah. two parts to your career. There's pigeonholing yourself and getting known for it and then fighting out of that box the rest right. of your career if you want yeah. to because you can make money in a certain way, but then it's how do I expand? Jim Carrey did that, right? Jim Carrey yeah. he was yeah. doing Ace Ventura and all that stuff. And then even I as a kid didn't understand it. I'm going, why are you trying to do serious? You're the best at comedy. Just, you know, this genre of comedy, at least, for people who might not like the over-the-top kind of Jerry Lewis-y stuff. But yeah. it was like, I'm like, I loved it. And I go, why do you want to try? And then as I got in my career, I started going, oh, I don't just want to be the guy who does the John Matt. I get it now. 
it's you you get to that point but where you as you go up levels and tv's different than movies tv tina fey could probably do whatever she wants in movies it's a little bit more yeah. difficult yeah and they want to be well this is what we see you as you're like i want to do something different oh well we had somebody better in mind for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the nice. way you know that's what it always was to me it was like well yeah 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 how about you're a pa can you be a production assistant no i was trying to be in the you know what? You're right. I'm just going to stay in Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying in Phoenix. Well, she was she was good. I she mean, was very good. Yeah, in, she was. She good. was. I was surprised. She didn't even get any political punches in. No, she didn't do any political punches. But I, I think that's part of it. I never thought she was funny, but as an actor, straight ahead actor, she was terrific in that movie. She was really, really Kenneth Branagh's terrific as well, obviously. And it was really nice to see such a you know that nice big screen with the shots Wonderful. of Venice. It just was. Yeah. It really was like wow. I mean, we have a very nice setup at home to watch movies. Yes. But being in an actual theater, it was it was really nice. And it's been a long time you, since we have. You guys have been to Venice. No, this is, no, we've oh, never been to Venice. Nope. nope. We got to get there. Um, that was actually my, le- I was just the family. We went to Italy and that was actually my least favorite city that we, we really Venice, Italy, right? Yeah. yeah. I've heard it smells. It does. Mm-hmm. It does smell. Wow. It's kind of, it's just kind of, uh, it's really, really old, which is fine. Um, <laughs> I guess I, I do tend to like a little bit more cookie cutterish kind of stuff, but it's, it was in the, we went to Sorrento, yeah. Rome, um, a little town called Gubbio, which was like, it looked like you, you walk in, you see an alley and it actually looked like Diagon Alley from, um, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. I mean, it was, oh. it was surreal that wow. how, how, uh, what's the type of architecture it is. I guess it's uh, medieval. It was it was just fantastic that you know these old churches, thirteenth century and stuff. It was just unbelievable to see, and they renovated some things, but a lot of things were left the same. And uh, but that Gubbio Gubbio was awesome, um, uh, and we went to we Venice was our last stop, and it was our, my least favorite of the of the whole place of the whole of the, the whole time in Italy. Did you go the up? Food, it was a, a little more touristy food and yeah, stuff oh, yeah. like you. If you're in Sorrento and some of these places, we went to a farm in uh, just outside of Sorrento, which is in the southern part of Italy, and they grow the stuff and the, they have the volcanic ash, which is where they grow the, a lot of the, the fresh vegetables and fruits in. Right. The taste, everything, you don't, they don't put spices in anything, really. You just eat it straight. And you're like, this is unbelievable. And uh, when we got to when we got to Rome, it felt like they were a lot more. Mer- or I'm not sorry. Rome is a little Americanized, but especially in uh, in Venice, it felt very touristy and Americanized. Well, and I'm not a person who usually dream. says that kind of stuff. I was like, I I, I, I totally got it. I I, I'm, I know I'm going into weird stuff here for you guys, but it was <laughs> it was interesting. You guys don't care. You're talking about film festival, but one of the things that was amazing to me was. You know, you always, I, I never thought of it, but Italy's all these little towns, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Every toilet looks different. <laughs> and why is that important? Because it's a microcosm of everything there. You know, you go somewhere here, every bathroom generally looks the same. You know where to flush. The, yeah, the, the yeah. lever is on the same part of the toilet. Yep. If it's not, you think it's the weirdest thing in the world. There's a tank on top of the toilet. 
sometimes there's a in in different parts of Italy there's a tank up above the yeah. toilet. Sometimes it's to the side. You <laughs> don't know where the you could get a push button for a lever. Uh, Did you find any guns? It. Did you find any guns in any of those above the toilet ones? Just a couple. And uh, <laughs> being, being Italian, I probably shouldn't have admitted that. So I've got to learn. I'm half Italian. That's the Irish in me being honest. There um, you go. So, there you go. But the reason is they don't have – everybody's not all making the same stuff. It's not all standard, uh, you know, uh, industry. So every town or area has its own – place making toilets every area has its own plumbers things are totally different and don't even it's amazing how different even forks look at each place i feel um, a coffee table book coming on <laughs> i mean toilets <laughs> toilets in italy how exactly. different how different could forks look how many different options are there on forks well it's not a ton it's just the, the different sizes and stuff like that everything just wasn't standard uh and one of them turned out it was a spoon I was just <laughs> <an egg>. <laughs> <laughs> hard to eat meat with that fork a spork. i no, could do it you i could do it so if because kath and i were just talking because we've been in northern italy she's been to southern italy i've never we've been up lake como and villa d'este and all those wonderful spots but I want to go to Venice because it's so beautiful. The architecture is so beautiful. But to make it a one-day trip, huh? It's a one-day trip, and we went okay. to see the uh, the uh, the glass blowing place. Oh um, yeah, yep. Murano, that, where they make the I can't think of the name of it, uh, but the chandelier, unbelievable. Like the art, like they took us to the the highest level where I, they think we're trying to buy some stuff. My wife might have snuck some stuff, but I, I you know, I, I'm not. It, these are pieces of, of blown and colored glass that literally you would design a room around because they were so beautiful. Oh, really? Like so, yeah, wow. just, just amazing stuff. What would you say? Like Chihuly kind of stuff? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not. Uh, I'm not uh, Have you ever been I'm, in the Bellagio not... Hotel? In yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, yes. like that chandelier. Yes. That big, oh, yeah. uh, all that glass is oh, wow. yes, that kind. Yes, yes. It's okay. uh, that, definitely that level of stuff. I mean, yeah. it was... It was, uh, you know, you're talking about stuff that you walk by and you ask a price and it's $55,000, yeah. $100,000. Yeah. i am like, who's, yeah. who's buying this yeah. stuff? For it's, our grandchild to knock over and break. No <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we don't live that life. But did you see a yeah. glass toilet? Oh. Uh, it was, yeah, it was different from the other Ick. glass toilet on the other side of, uh, of the building. Yeah, they had different pieces. Different glass Different blowers. Different glass blowers, exactly. <laughs> and they show you how they do the glass. Like they show you how they do this stuff. They take it. And they they uh, they're they've got a long. It's really long stick because it's hot, and they're spinning it on the. It's a, a whole process. Uh, just really amazing to see how they do it and the artistic uh, work that goes into it, and then to see the final product. And then they don't even let you take pictures in the in oh. the. Uh, in the top room because they don't want it out there like people using it for um you, you can we eventually were able to take a couple of pictures my wife was thinking about maybe buying some things down the line um but it was in that you know in the two three thousand dollar range i was told so <laughs> but they, there's some stuff that you just look at and you're going oh my god that's a hundred and fifty thousand dollars chandelier wow. uh, no that's, that's just for one part of it yeah one wow. part of it Wow. Yeah. Oh, a part. <laughs> one of my favorite nice. stories of Italy is that we went to, like I said, Villa d'Este, Lake Como up there. And 
I loved, you know, I grew up Catholic, so around a lot of Italians and French and Spanish people, all the rest of it. But we're up at Villa Deste, and, and uh, Nick and my friend, we're going to go play some golf at Villa Deste Golf Course. Very nice golf course, very difficult. Used to be owned by the hotel, but it's not anymore. But my, this is such an Italy thing that I just loved it. So we're looking around, and I walk in, and I don't have any idea how this, this manager knew, but he knew that I had a radio show in America. So he's taking me on this tour of the, uh, you know, the house uh, on the golf course and talking about this course and that course. And that. I mean, he's taking me. It was very, very nice. He's a very nice guy. And I look up at the wall, and this is a hard golf course. It's very hilly and very hard. I look up at the wall, and it says, like, Dominic De Benedetto, course record, 54. Mm-hmm. I'm like, 54? My God, right? So I got 54, honest to God. And, I, and by the way, by coincidence, the guy's name was Franco. So I, I said, Franco, <laughs> the, he, Dominic shot a 54? He goes, uh, yes, Mr. Bernard, and I tell you what, anybody else shoot a 53, that'll be a 52. <laughs> <laughs> Now we know who the boss is. Of, so exactly. Like Como. <laughs> I we loved it there. Just lo- we got to get back there. One day in Venice only, though, honey. Everybody's telling us now we can't be in Venice more than one ah, day. Murano Glass Factory. I Murano. Murano. You didn't yeah, hear. Oh, it. you did. I didn't hear. It. I'm sorry. <laughs> so yeah, in yeah, any that's... case, I have a Murano. Frank, piece. having Frank back, this is great. Frank, just to sit and talk to you, man. Now, when are you in town? Yeah, he's going to be in Acme. I saw that. Wonderful. Acme next Wednesday and Thursday, the 27th and 28th, I think. Uh, think Just those two, the two, uh, the two weekdays. I think, I think part of it's already sold out. I think. Uh, I don't, I don't think so, but let's, uh, let's tell people it is so that they uh, (laughs) go and get the rest of the tickets. I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So you, I, I know they're they're both selling really well. Uh, they're not they, last I right. saw they weren't sold out yet, but uh, you know it's usually about now is where they get. The, sometimes they, you know, in the past I haven't done TV for a while, so mm-hmm. it takes longer to sell things. But it, in the past they'd sell out sometimes a month in advance, a couple of weeks in advance. And I think last time was here they sold out right as I was uh, about to do the shows. So yeah. is the writer strike affecting you? Uh, not so much. Um, other, I, you know, I don't, all I do is I, it's more the actor strike that would, cause I yeah. audition for things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, not, not really. Cause I live in Phoenix. So first of all, uh, so I, I you know, I, the fact that there's going to be, there's no new material being done, although it seems like it, apparently there are people who are finding ways to do things. I always find that amazing, but uh, no, not for me. I, I'm just uh, dealing with my children, trying to make sure they get through high school and college. Yeah, good how, luck. How old are your children now? <laughs> oh, no, I don't know. I'm not yeah. good. <laughs> I'm not that hard close. to say. I have no, no idea. Yeah, I'm not that close. I just make sure they get this. So Juliet is 17. Um, Juliet's 17. She'll be 18 in summer. She'll graduate as a 17-year-old. Joey is a freshman at ASU. And he is—he's um, nineteen now. So, not amazing. Or I'm sorry, he's a sophomore at ASU. He's a sophomore with junior status. I can't even remember. I don't. Even, it's funny. I still—I have these kids at a certain age, and they've—I've stopped seeing them grow. Yep. Get, you, you know, 
like I still see myself as a high schooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what you, like where you're at a certain point in your life and you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, I'm not actually that person I <laughs> see in my head. Who is this guy? Is this Grandpa Frank? I don't look like my mom. This happened to me the other day, and I, I don't, you know, I thought it was really weird. I was going to, I was going through a line at the grocery store, and the cashier goes, uh, 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 "Just one second, ma'am." And I was like, "Wait, wait what? <laughs> what? 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 I have been, I have been misgendered." <laughs> <laughs> I guess I did take a little offense that I, you know, I'm kind of middle of the road politically and all this kind of stuff. And don't understand everything. I try to be understanding of people, even though if I don't, if it doesn't make sense to me. But I was like, I was like, well, that was really weird. And yeah. I said, I was, I just was taking, I didn't have anything to say in my act. I'll probably put that in there and then have like a, a witty George Costanza saying afterwards. Um, but yeah, I was, I was taken aback. I just, I kind of looked at myself. At that point, I was like, man, you know, <laughs> shut the breasts and stuff. I, was, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't, I did, I've never been, I'm always considered like this guy guy more even than a guy. You know, people picture me as a beer drinking, sports watching guy, right. which isn't exactly what I am, but that's what people see uh, So I, or think of me. And so it's kind of like, I, and I didn't correct, I didn't correct her. I just, eh, no problem. You know, it's like, it was one of those things. Uh, well, I just I just kept going with my day and wish I had reacted louder and not in a negative way, just gone with it. <laughs> I wish I had just been, I can't seem to find my purse. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe she thought believe the morning I've been having. <laughs> maybe she thought you you were Louis. I miss Louie. Louie played a great woman on, uh, was it Buckets? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buckets. Baskets. 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 It wasn't that at the Murano Glass Factory. (laughs) (laughs) Frank doesn't hear anything. He doesn't hear it. Didn't you say that? You know, Louie played a great woman. (laughs) Honest to God, we, we lost so many people the last few years. It has been unbelievable. Unbelievable. No, oh, yeah. I, man, I just five, six friends alone just in my life. So, I mean, somebody who does uh, this for a living, you must have, you probably lost a few more than that during that whole three year yeah, period. It was where I was starting to become friends with people. Are you guys, <laughs> do you guys use the video for the podcast or no? Yeah. Yep. Oh, you do. Because I'm trying to get out of the sun if you're wondering what I was yeah, doing. What your head was but coming through it. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's hard. You look more masculine over the, the other way. Call me strong. It doesn't look anything like a woman getting on an airplane. Uh, there. Oh. Yeah, you do have a lot of sun in there. Yeah. There, there you go. There you go. Right there. Perfect. Don't oh, move. Don't move. So yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I was. I just become. You know, Norm McDonald had just texted me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, we got to get together. You know, you're doing a great job with the uh, the voice there. You know. So, so he was, and Bob Saget too. So Bob I feel Saget, like I might be Saget. part of it. Um, yep. Like I like people become friends with me. Uh, sorry, everybody. And. Uh, <laughs> That, and that I seemed to be the uh, the trigger for people. It was very weird. I, I was, and there were two people that I looked up to and really thought were great. Yes. And to to just start getting to meet them and talk to them because I've always been off kind of on my own, even in stand up yeah, comedy. That's true. I, yep. I was out doing colleges and stuff like that when everybody was coming up mostly through the clubs. And then when I was headlining clubs, I after a short time, I just bring my own people with me because I wanted to control 
what was on in the show so people weren't up there swearing or doing you know different kinds of shows than what the audience was expecting in general mm-hmm. and gilbert godfrey yeah, checked gilbert. out really yeah. sad yeah i love you know did you know gilbert at all oh yeah really yeah. well did you ever go anywhere with him? He's the cheapest guy I had ever met. Absolutely. You know, did you see that, that video of him putting the toothpaste toothbrush from the hotel under his bed? What? No. He, had he has totes full of toothpaste, totes. soaps, yeah. uh, shampoos. Wow. And I mean totes, huge totes. Hundreds, like hundreds and hundreds of bottles and bars. Yes. And, yeah. so we never bought uh, shampoo. A rainy day? I guess. Well, he yeah, never... when you travel a lot, why bother? Just... That's what he said. He's, in a, he's in a different hotel every day. So. They, yeah. they buried me with them. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether or not you decide you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy (laughs) if i'm hanging out with you Uh, maybe (laughs) okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Ketchup packets. We, I did a remote in Chicago oh. for a radio station, and he was just going around and getting ketchup packets. <laughs> and them in Why is that? We didn't have that figured out. No, but... no, no, I didn't. Ask. I mean, I just thought it was interesting. My mom that, was like the... that. She'd she'd steal salt shakers. They want you to take oh, yeah. them. It's a souvenir. I have to fight that urge. I think it's hereditary. I think so, too. I'm like, I, I used to hoard. Like, every time I'd stay at a hotel, I'm like, let's just take everything. They're just going to throw it away. And now I'm like, I, would, I just had it in my closet, you know, our medicine cabinet or whatever. Just this They're going to throw basket. it away. Just look at this, uh, these towels. This is a great <laughs> yeah. towel. These yeah. robes. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Bed sheets. <laughs> remote. Indeed. It's absolutely they true. don't leave the pillows on the bed, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are they going to do? Yeah, like my that. mom take my mom took pillows from the wind. I didn't know it. Oh. 
until until my credit card got my credit card. Bill. <laughs> I was gonna say they will charge you for towels. What, and what pillows. do they charge you for pillows at the win? Well, and I used... mean, this is a long time. This is about a few hundred dollars, I mm-hmm. think. It was. I mean, I was like, what? Why did you take the pill? Well, I thought that I really liked them. Could you tell me about? It? We could buy you because you. The, that's what they do now is they have catalogs of the stuff at right. the hotel. We don't need to buy the used ones. Yeah, for used price. gross. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, what are you doing? Uh, she had a good time. She's, those... a, she's a thief. That's why yeah. she just. She thought she was a cat burglar. Yeah. So Frank, how's comedy going? I mean, you were never one of those guys that's going to be overly, you know, overtly offensive and all the rest of that. Is comedy? Can we laugh again? I think it's coming around a little bit more because Good. of people like Bill Burr and Chappelle, and they take the brunt of. I, I think it's where I'm. I'm overly cautious. I was talking to a, a comic, Greg Warren, about this the mm-hmm. other day. Do you guys know Greg? Yeah. yeah. Um, very funny guy and. Uh, He's like, yeah, I was like, I just because I do a lot of corporate work and stuff like that. I just don't want I just don't want to be out there and somebody come after me for something uh, even old, something older. And then it just becomes like a little bit of news. And then the corporate world is like, yeah, you're just too much of a problem. We don't want to don't want to book you anymore because you can if you you can fight it and get through. But that companies want to hire safe. You know, yeah, that's what do. that's what yeah. I do most of the time is that type of stuff. So I just try to stay out of the you know, it's a weird thing where most people I I, I was never going to be in this industry anyways. I, I was never a person who wanted attention. I think it, it, I guess people don't really see that. I was a very quiet kid. And I just found, oh, I'm pretty good at this. And, I, and now I can make money doing it. This is a better life than going to to work. Uh, you know, I, I used to work at a golf course and on the grounds crew and digging sand traps and mowing lawns. I'm like, well, this is a better life. Do you know making an attempt to try and get into show business? But I've always been. I'm weirded out when people take too long with a clap or an applause break for a joke or something like that, which happens constantly. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where I, I'm almost weirded out by it when, you know, you get on stage and people clap too much and they go crazy for you that, that I'm just like, I, and you can see other comedians just love it. They, they, they love and just, they live for it. And I just, I, I, people say to me, it's the Midwestern, you know, yeah. you know yeah. in, the Midwesterner in me. So I guess maybe that's it. But I see it in my kids, too. And I do wish that my kids didn't have as much of it as I do, where they, you know, it's almost like, hey, I just want to stay under the radar. No, no, no. In this world, you kind of have to get out there and do stuff to be seen. I was talking to my daughter about she's she just wrote this first person narrative. And my son's not a writer at all. So this was kind of amazing to me. My daughter wrote this first-person narrative about waking up after uh, on the floor in Vegas, um, uh, coming to, seeing the sunrise or sun over the the buildings in Vegas, grabbing uh, as she came to, grabbing her uh, Capri Sun, and uh, wandering past the, the guards to get onto the stage with my dad. At a show at the Monte Carlo, it was so well written. Like you think it's a blackout drunk waking up, <laughs> turns out it's a it's a three year old, four year old taking a nap. Oh. And then I was like, "Holy cow, this is really, really well written." And people that we've shown to is like, 
that's not like a high school level type of thing. So it's like, keep doing this. And my point here that I was going to get to eventually, which seems to be the whole podcast for me today. <laughs> but the, but <laughs> the point was, go do what you want to do. We've kind of got my, our kids set in a certain way. They still have to work and stuff like that. But like, do what you really like. Yep. Don't go into something you don't like, especially with AI changing everything. The world's going to be different in five to ten years. Yeah. Do what you like and be happy because you're going to be fine. It's financially in a certain way. Um, you're still going to have to, like I said, you have to work and make money. But good at something you really like. My parents never pushed me away from comedy. My dad was a minor league baseball player. So we never talked about real jobs after college. and was expected to go to college. I want my kids to go to college so they can get through that four years because if you can finish it, I think that's part of the whole system. It's it's not really it's it's babysitting in a lot of ways, um, but getting through it and from start to finish is a is a big deal. I think for at least my kids. And then do what you want. Go, you know, study a little bit there, learn what you feels, and find what maybe you don't want to do, but find what you want to do. And do don't do don't just go for a job because you think you're going to make a lot of money in it. That's the wrong way to go, in my opinion. No, I think you're absolutely. Yeah, I got to be honest because a lot of people ask me now because I'm of a certain age. They go, "Why do you, are you still doing shows? Why are you doing all the rest of it?" Well, I started, you know, 55 years ago doing it as a 17 year old, and now it's 70. I'll be 72 in a, about a month and a half, something like that. I probably will. I'll go the Sid Hartman route. I'll just live and work till I'm 100 years old. I just love doing it. I really do. Yeah. I love it. And if you if you like it, it's and it becomes a way of life. It's like a lot of the football players, you know, you see NFL players after they retire, they don't know what to do with themselves. Oh, God, yes. And, and you don't, like, you already hear, like, some of these, it's amazing. Radio is a different thing uh, on its own because... You're not you're playing to an audience, but you don't hear the feedback the whole time. Right. So these players, some of these players can't play basketball unless there's a giant crowd or <laughs> sure. an arena watching. Right. Like you can't like I can't get up for that game. I can't get, you know, the, the competitiveness in me can't get up to the level it used to be because I can't get, you know, I need. Oh, oh, we so, lost him. Oh. no, he's back. Oh, he just he yeah. moved. He was rearranged. Yeah, yeah he got no, rearranged. That was pretty cool. That was weird. Oh, I was like it. I like it. Is Kostaki popping on in a second, Andy? Is that what it is? Uh, three minutes. Oh, okay. Did, you know Kostaki pretty well, don't you? Yeah, he's great. Oh, he's a great yeah, guy. Great. So I maybe do a little crossover when he comes on, the two of you. Yeah, yeah. I'd love it. I got to run by about uh, 9, 10 my time. But uh, That'd be perfect. I, I wanted to come in and see you guys next week, too. Can I do that? Oh, that would be down. absolutely. Yeah, we're doing schedule changes well, next week. But this will be the same. Are you gonna, we want to be in the podcast or, or the other show. Or both. I didn't even know you had another show. No. He wants to be on everything. <laughs> I do it. We do. I do a morning show here now, but it's going to move to middays, thank God, because it's a podcast. Oh. So I, I decided getting up at three fifteen in the morning for thirty seven years was enough. Really? Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, but, I'll do. I'll do. I just like you know. I just. I, I, I don't even love doing this. I just love being on with you. <laughs> That's the way I feel. Look at it. But yeah, if you want to come but in, leave next it week, to Andy. Great. Leave it to Andy to be the downer on. <laughs> He's known Andy long enough. Yeah, I mean, just uh, let's take a look at this uh, from a perspective. Wait, 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 I'll be there. Relax. <laughs> so to be safe, just show up at five and we'll be on <laughs> yeah. some point in the next eight hours after that. At some point. 
No, this show will be at the exact same time next week when you get here. Okay. And then the morning show will move after that. Uh, so, if, I mean, if you wanted to stick around for a few minutes afterward uh, next week and, and appear on the uh, the Tom Bernard show as well, that'd be great. That'd be wonderful. Yeah, make it all happen. Magic Making it all happen, man. That's all I know. Man. Yeah. Where uh, is uh, Kostaki? And where right? is Kostaki? Yeah, speak. That's he's, stiff. He's got a minute. So, on retirement, did you see Bartolo Colon retired yesterday? No. Yeah, he finally finally put the glove down. What the hell? <laughs> How old is he? I eight. I don't think they know because I, I think he's one of those guys with the fake uh, fake uh, birthday passport yeah. and all that. Yeah, he I hasn't suppose. played in five years, but he retired yesterday as a Met. Oh, he retired as a Met. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Glad to hear well, that. Wikipedia says he was born in '73, so he's 50. Yeah, I would question that. Is he January 1st birthday? No, May 24th. <laughs> okay. Are <laughs> <laughs> you trying to work, uh, work the deal out? Is that the plan? Well, I mean, 50 isn't exactly young for a baseball player, so I mean... Nope. No, not, not to play baseball. It's a little... I don't know why we're bringing up sports here, because the team... Well, although the Twins are going to the playoffs, so well, that's good. And the Vikings are in the same division as the Twins. The Vikings are just dreadful. Well, but their division is the same as Central League, yes. Central American League Central. That's you true. only got to win two games. You get in the playoffs. No, that's it. <laughs> just win two games and you're good so to go. So standards are high. Well, I guess, yeah, the the entire AL Central is just getting slaughtered. <laughs> yep. Last place Red Sox could be uh, second place AL in the Central. Central. NFL. What mm-hmm. the hell is it? NFC North or whatever the hell it's called? NFC North. Yeah, there you go. But you, you, fo- you still follow sports at all, Frank? Yeah. Yeah, you know... I don't. I live in Arizona, so you guys have like a championship football team compared to us. <laughs> yeah. So, the Cardinals are so bad. They they were up on yep. the Giants. Uh, Giants yesterday by twenty one. Oh. Got beat. Oh. In the, I mean, it was, uh, they're they're obviously tanking. I mean, you can just the second half. It was like uh, the Ole kind of defense, and just you're just yeah. watching going. No, wait a second. It's something changed. Like the owner called down and was like, uh, "Guys, it's a little. You keep it. It's a, you're you're playing a little too well, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Got some money on the game. I texted one of my friends saying, are the Giants the worst team in football? Because they were down 21 to Arizona. And right. about a half an hour, I got back a message that said, guess not. I guess not. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. That's just the way that is. Uh, yeah, I think that I think that text exchange happened to a, a lot of people because I basically had the same text exchange with somebody. Oh. Uh, it, it was surreal that in an hour that could change so quickly. And I think Dayball is a pretty good coach there for the Giants. But uh, I I don't know who knows and why why wouldn't you tank if your team's a mess and you have nothing and you could get uh, I don't think Kyler Murray's probably going to stay in Arizona they're going to probably try to unload him somewhere else yeah. to somebody who thinks they can do something with him so we'll see I I don't know but in terms of sports in general it's funny you guys were talking about baseball that's all I used to live breathe mm-hmm. everything baseball as a kid and I don't. I don't know anything because my kids didn't get into baseball. My son didn't oh, get into yeah, baseball, so yeah. I don't love it the same. But I used to look at the – I remember back in the day when I was in high school, USA Today, looking at the, the rectangle of all the mm-hmm. league leaders. Andres yep. Galarraga was always leading the league and uh, batting average. And yep. The home runs and all that stuff before the internet. You had to, well, you couldn't get access to that stuff. You wouldn't know who was doing what and – but I, I cared about all that stuff, and it's amazing how, how that all changes. My, my kids' interests have become my interests for the last 
20 years. No, that makes sense. Galarraga, by the way, I played golf with him a couple of times. Have you ever met him? The big cat. No. He looks like he could hit a baseball about 7,000 oh, sure. feet. Yeah, he's a big oh guy. Oh, my God, is he a big Did guy. Did he smash a golf ball? Oh, yeah. yeah. He can hit a golf ball a long way, yeah. no doubt about it. But very, very pleasant person, actually. So, you know, that's how it, how it all should go. Um, you got about three more minutes. Me? Me, I got five or so. Where's the stocky? Five? I don't yeah, know. He's supposed to be on by now. I don't know. <clears throat> Typical Greek. Is that what you're saying? I'll text him. Yeah. <laughs> Does he think that the, the show has, time has changed? Does he? No, that? no. No way. He has no idea. No, he has no idea. He has no idea what the hell's going on. He's one of my favorite people in the world, but don't tell him that. <laughs> he just, he, you know, I will tell you, Frank, that's one thing about, we sit around and talk about once in a while, particularly during COVID and all the rest of it, uh, because we did lose so many friends and all, and you know, that whole deal. But I've been so lucky. Part of my life, I got so lucky. Because I, I didn't even know that the, that the KQ Morning Show was the first morning show in the country that had comedians live in studio. Mm-hmm. I never oh, really? knew that was true. Yep. And then I found out from many sources, yeah, that's... No, the, the morning shows wouldn't let comedians on because they thought they were the funny ones. It's like, <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I'm well, that, yeah, there's some, I mean, there are some comedians that are just bad at radio, too. All you have yeah. to do is get burned a few times and, uh, you know, even once. And you just have to have the right people on. It, it's really a big show that, um, you know, actually has listenership and back you know you're talking years and years ago when there was a bigger yes power in radio oh definitely uh, i mean there's still power in a certain way but it's not like it, it was even when i no. first started in no. the you know the mid late 90s i could go to radio stations and there were like probably probably like 50 of them that you could go around the country and they could sell out a club yeah was, yep but then now there's maybe four maybe and there and it's just you podcasts are bigger because especially when you have your own podcast, it's like having your own morning show that you put out all the time, but it's not specific to an area. It's a a wider, you know, it goes out to a much wide, a broader localities, I guess. Locality is not the, probably the right word, but heck, I couldn't even come up with Murano glass factory when it was said to me. (laughs) (laughs) Frank, did you like doing the NFL stuff on Sundays and do you miss not doing that? Yes and no. I don't miss it at all because it was like every week I thought I was going to be fired. They just acted like every week. It was like wins and losses in a foot for a football team. It was like, they're keeping track. You can always feel that. I was there for nine years, and I only felt secure in that job. And I got paid a ton. I was hmm. making more per minute than anybody. I was only on two and a half minutes. But I was making more per minute than anybody else mm-hmm. around. I mean, God. I was making crazy money for those things because it got popular. <laughs> when it got popular. Yes. Um, but, uh, but no, I don't, I don't miss it because they, every week you had to do something, even when there was nothing to talk about. And they – they would try to do a new impression or a new character or something like that. And they'd be like, no, nah, let's just do Andy Rooney again. I'm like, mm-hmm. he died six weeks ago. I, it's let's not do that. Um, and then I would, you know, then they'd say, do you have anybody new? And I'd be like, I don't know. And I'd try something like, yeah, we don't like that one. And like, I get it. Okay. So it was, like it was just a, it was a pain. I mean, they were, they were great to me. They were always not, but it was always like you're playing a sport. What have you done for me lately? Sure. It wasn't, it was the opposite of Hollywood. It was more like sports. 
Mm-hmm. So it was that. It was that feeling. The the other question I've ha- I, I I've always wanted to ask you is I only I, do one question. Oh, okay. Well, then, <laughs> the other question Not is and he leans no, in. The yeah, there you is, go. Is um is has there ever been anybody that's told you don't stop doing me, you know stop stop doing my impression or stop with that? Um, nobody's ever said it directly. Um, there have been people who have not liked it. How great is that? Incredible. Like Jim Rome was one guy who would never look at me. Um, oh God! I passed him a couple of times. Uh, there were people. There were people that the things that John Madden famously didn't like me. Uh, Barkley just told that story recently on a podcast that uh, he's like John Madden called me. We got a Caliendo problem. <laughs> you know, so, uh, and he's like, no, Barkley, I said, hey, Frank, you've got to keep doing it because every time people hear it, I end up making more money. <laughs> so that was the thing. Like, people think it's going to hurt their brand. No. What it does is it actually builds it. When yep. you can be parodied, it builds it. And then you get more uh, opportunities because now people run a right for that character that the impression is doing. Hmm. Unless they're just doing the, the person doing the voice dead on, it doesn't even matter. You have to have some type of take to the person. You know, Madden, I had that. <laughs> you know that He already had the commercials and stuff like that, so maybe he yeah. didn't care for it because of that. But other people I'd done impressions of in sports, they ended up getting commercials, not just because of me, but when other people do impressions of you or whatever, people start to see that and go, oh, you're part of the cultural base. You're part of what, uh, you know, pop culture now. So hmm. that's, that's a, And even when I was there at Fox, um, and doing a lot of TV at the time, whether it was my show or Mad TV, or it, it was interesting. Crossover for sports was not as big as it is now. You'd have some athletes doing stuff, but now there's so much time to fill in, so much of everything. You, everybody needs content and commercials. There's way more people doing commercials with smaller parts that never would have been doing stuff yeah. back in the day. That is true. I cannot wait to see you in person next week. It's been too long already. Absolutely, yeah. There's no question about it. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, like I said, I'm just glad that you guys are back on the road again and we can we can laugh and go to the clubs. And it's much better than it was a few years ago, no question about it. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, Acme next week, Wednesday and Thursday. What is it, the 27th, 28th? Andy, you should yeah, it's, I was just looking at it. It's yep. uh, you are twenty seven, twenty eighth. Cesario's right after you, and then Crash and Burns yeah. a week after that. Oh, that's, that's a cool. great friggin' lineup. That is a really good yep. lineup. Yep. Too many Italians, but other than that, Cesario's uh, shooting a special there. I think, oh, is he? Too. Oh, is he really? Special, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because I wanted to do the weekend, and then uh, Lewis Lee said uh, Jeff's there. Let me check and see if he's going to if he wants to do it for sure. And then it turned out he was doing the going to record the special, I believe. So. I took the, the, the earlier in the week, the Wednesday, Thursday. I will close with this one because you brought him up already. Bob Saget was in town, and Jeff Cesario brought him in, came in with him. And the three of us stood out in the parking lot at the old location on the U of M campus over there. And, and Bob Saget and Cesario and I talked for about two hours out in the parking lot. So I got to know Bob really, really well. What a nice man. That broke my heart, man. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, I don't, I, and that was crazy that that just out of the yep. blue hit his head. Like yeah. There was, you never know. That's what that like people say. You never know. Just uh, live every day like it's the last one. That's true. All right, enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you next week. Thank you. 
Hey, unlike Kostaki, I showed up on time in the sun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. In the deal? sun. You showed up in the but sun. You, you know what? Kostaki, uh, Kostaki Economopolis, <laughs> kind of like the... Uh, <laughs> Kind of like the Arizona Cardinals not showing up in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Very good, sir. Thanks a lot, pal. All right, guys. See you later. Thanks. Bye. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. Well, look who's here. Did you miss me, big ticket? Like an open sore Mrs. Carmax, man. Seriously, Doug, where have you been? I'm running flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin. The fireworks capital just 15 minutes east of the St. Croix? That's the place. Anyway, I've come up with some marketing slogans. You know, to put us on the map, read these and let me know what you think. Okay. <clears throat> flagship Ford, drive a lot, save a little. Flagship Ford, you think you hate it now? Wait till you drive it. Flagship Ford, the largest Ford dealership in Baldwin, Wisconsin. Flagship Ford, where the cows are nervous. Flagship Ford, there is no ship, but we actually do literally have a flag. Awesome, huh? Read this. It's my favorite. Flagship Ford, white cars for... Hell no, I'm not reading that. You've been day drinking again? Maybe. The point is, buying a car should be fun and make you giggle a little bit. This is a great store I'm really proud of. You can check us out at FlagshipFord.com or email me directly at Doug at FlagshipFord.com. FlagshipFord.com. Frank Caliendo, ladies and gentlemen, just a hell of a guy, great guy. Very good friend. I texted Kostaki. And And no word, huh? I think he might have slept in, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Kostaki's so, not uh, available. I, I wanted to hear his take on the Rams game. Did you hear what happened in the Rams game? No. They kicked a field goal and beat the spread at the end of the game. They were down by 10, and they kicked a field goal that got the spread. Instead of going for the touchdown? Yeah, down by 10. That's weird. Oh, yeah. You think that's a little strange? That's really weird. Yeah. So you think it was all about the do re I don't know. That's one of those things you look sure at and go, like oh, my it. God, I hope this isn't all fixed. I, two things. I, two things. I, two things. (laughs) Dan told me that there was somebody that tweeted out Aaron Rodgers is going to tear his Achilles like 10 minutes and 30 seconds into the game today or something Uh, like that. And then it happened exactly at that time. And then the tweet got deleted. Yeah, it was like a, I can ask him who it was. Um, Yeah, it was like, it was No. No. No, you cannot. And I don't think... With that play, I don't think uh, I don't think that was faked. But maybe it was a psychic. Maybe it was a psychic. That's true. Maybe no, it was somebody that works in like football. Football world. World. (laughs) Yes. Football world. Um, And then what's the other one? I am no longer in a fantasy league because my nephew's girlfriend took my spot. 
you've it's, been booted, I've been booted out. There's, there's no, no press, but now I don't even know what's going on. No, you know, no, like yeah. being part of Fantasy League last year, I knew what was going on with other teams and what right. was kind of happening. And now I'm just like, Meh. yeah, I'm the only one that, in our family that is not on it. Oh, hmm. rude. So here I am. Yeah, but why, why would why'd they kick you out? Because we wanted, they wanted an even number. And when he sent, when, so my nephew, who's 22, um, is the one that organizes the whole thing. And then he was like, everybody excited for Fantasy League again? And I Except sent, you, Alex, I sent out a joke, I sent out a joke text. It was a meme and it, so it said, I'd look like a real jerk if I said no. But it was, I was joking. Yeah. And then he was like, well, you don't have to do it because Emily wants to do it. And I was like, well, I guess. Oh. Okay. So you shot yourself well, in the foot. I did. I, I should have come in the door more enthusiastic. Yeah. And now I probably just won't be on it anymore. Oh, and Diane didn't do it last year, so I was on it. So maybe his girlfriend was on it last year, but Diane didn't do it last year, but she said she wanted to do it. And now it's this whole thing. But now okay. I'm the only one in the family that's so, not on it. All right. Here's the story on the tweet. Okay, what it was was somebody on the news or somebody told WSN Aaron Rodgers is going to tear his Achilles on a rain-drenched MetLife turf in two and a half hours, and that's been a problem with that type of turf. Like, there's a big issue with that type of there turf. Is, yeah. So I think I, arguably, I don't think that's as mysterious as it could be because I think a lot just... of people are concerned about the that those injuries on that turf. I don't so. know. I love a conspiracy theory. Don't ah. ta- don't take me down. No, I'm just, I'm <laughs> don't bring me down. Just telling you what it don't what it bring says me and, down. and don't do it. What it says. No, I will not listen. I will not that listen. That is to a reason. pretty interesting call, though, that they'd call the Achilles, yeah. not just pull a muscle. That'd be one like yeah. or injure himself yeah. or you know, just it a just, general. It's like telling right. somebody to drop dead. I've never done that. What are you looking at me for? Oh boy. Yeah, I still I wanted to mention to Frank again. I'm still pissed off of all the people like him that I've known in my life. Not one of them can do an impression of me. I've asked them. What's your voice, though? They, they've, yeah. I, somebody explained that to you, that it was your voice. They can't do an impression of you because your voice is too gravelly or too, yeah, low, down, yeah. too, and, low. too yeah. low and gravelly. It's, like, it's not just changing like a little bit of pitch and making it a little nasally yeah. or yeah. the S's well, yeah, are just a little... You don't have like a weird cadence or yeah. anything? To yeah. Yeah. So some voices are just about. not doable because they just yeah. are normal voices. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool would that be though somebody could do an impression of you? That'd be great. Mm-hmm. I can do an impression of mom because I sound a lot like her anyway. Here we go. <laughs> when I talk about... No, when I answer the phone people always used to be like is this Catherine or Alex? Because we sound the same on the People phone. used to think I was mom when I was like 12. <laughs> you and Frank. My favorite thing I'd answer the is... phone and people would be like, hey, Catherine. I'm like, no. you really sound anything like... No. My no. favorite thing was when mm. Louis, speaking the God's honest truth, talked about how you answer a phone like you've never seen one before. Because <laughs> it's, so, it's so true. Hello? <laughs> Hello? Who does like, that? Andy does that. Andy. What is well, this? That, yeah, Andy. that is true. It's so like 10 true. years ago. Well, yeah, no, not anymore. But yes, you used to do that. Yeah. It was just like, hi, Andy, what are you doing? <laughs> and you always answer the phone like you're very exasperated and you have 17 things going this on, Mom. True. What yeah. now? Actually yeah, digging it true. out of my bag or something. Finally, <laughs> I got this thing. You're all levels of answering the phone. Like sometimes you're out here and sometimes you're over there. And That's you're true. all levels. That I am all you're, levels. When I, whenever I call you, though, it's always kind of like, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> 
same oh, no. here, Michael. What's same the problem? here. That's because you're a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this could be big so. trouble. I, I love watching with Frank the way his eyes and his face change with the different impressions. Oh, I know. Like you it see him, great. like he he a little bit becomes each person as he does. He does. You know, you're absolutely so, right. I know. It's so fascinating how like I follow this woman on Instagram that does impressions of Broadway si- female singers, mm-hmm. and it's just like. Um, because she, she goes from voice to voice, like she sings Broadway songs, and then she changes oh, wow. into uh. each, you know, like Kristen Chenoweth uh. and Idina Menzel, and hmm. all of these. And the it's just, stars. yeah, it's She's just a, have an incredible range. It's to amazing because those. those are some huge voices. Those yeah. voices are not easy to. It's, no. she's to an do. incredible because then at the very end she does like just herself and mm-hmm. she just sings it, and yeah, she's an amazing voice. But she's, it's just so incredible to watch her change. As she's singing the songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just reminded cool. me of a great John Travolta intro. Was that on the Oscars, I oh, think? Oh, Adele Dazeem? Yeah. Adele Dazeem. <laughs> <laughs> Adina Menzel is Adele Dazeem. Introduced Adele Dazeem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of drag queens named Adele Dazeem. Are there because really? Of that, yeah. Because of that? Yeah. That's pretty funny, actually. Yeah, it is. God, it was great having Frank on again. I know I'm raving about it, but man, he's been on the show for so many years and. Uh, have him disappear for a couple of years, but he was on about a year ago. A couple of weeks coming up at Acme are really, really good. Yeah, they really are. Got yeah. a lot of really good people. They are really, there. really good. I mean, Cesario and 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 Frank and I was because I was actually looking at it. I got I get an email from them once a month or something. So oh, you do? Yeah, and I was looking at that. So and what was the other one? It was, it was Cesario. And then Crash and Burn. Oh, Crash and Burn. Crash and Burn yeah. is one of my He's favorite. A great guy. It's unbelievable because especially I love yep. to go the on Tuesday and then go back on Saturday and see how much they've changed and yeah. what they've done with the jokes, yeah. you know, yeah. so, you know, so, because they're not allowed to do anything they've ever done before. It's all got to be That's original, right original ma- material. And it's interesting to watch them trade stuff through it, you know, that they'll yeah. suddenly do a joke and they'll be like, I think you're better with this joke yeah. than I am, you know, so, so. Most definitely, ladies and gentlemen. So anything else in the news we should be looking There's, at? No, all sorts of not. new stuff going on. That's what on. I thought. It's, it is... It is it is amazing some of the stuff going on right now as What's far happening? as it goes. What's going you know? on? Like I'm trying to figure out what the heck was going on in Texas. Like this whole AG trial they had in the Texas Senate. Oh yeah, the AG trial. With Paxton. Oh, How did yeah. that work out? And we we have we have Indeed. him having an affair. So they bring in the woman he's having an affair with, and then apparently his wife had an affair, and then his wife's a state senator, so she couldn't vote, but she was there every day, and she was hugging his lawyer. It's like this is cool. This is a great story. Wow. And and I'm still not quite sure what supposedly he did or did. It's something to do with bribes. Something. It's very you convoluted. Know. It was it was very interesting. Um, what's that? Is there a congresswoman that's on OnlyFans and she's all she's trying to sue for privacy or something? Only because she was naked this. photos. Yeah, her husband. Yeah. And, uh, yeah no, they were vi- they were taking requests for sex acts. And sex acts. That's it. what it was. That's right. Yeah. A congresswoman, I yeah. think. From yep. where? Uh, this one I don't know, but um, the one in Colorado got thrown out of a play. She was at Beetlejuice, and she was making noise and vaping, and they kicked her out of the play. Vaping in the theater? In the theater I'm telling yeah. you, these politicians what? think they're movie stars. It's just, you they really do. release smoke in a theater? That's a really it's bad idea. It's not smoke, it's vapor. Oh, it's yeah. vapor. It's oh, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That's poisonous, but other than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's in there. I don't want to breathe your weird water vapor. There's a whole thing now about vaping. There's like a specific issue that happens only with vaping. 
It's like, like a health, like a health issue? Body? It's like a health, yeah. It's yeah, like there's... something that happens. It's called, oh, I can't think of what it's Vape-itis? called. Vape-itis? Vape-itis. <laughs> no, it only happens with vaping, and it's like, you know, a 21-year-old needs, has the lungs of a 75-year-old right. because oh. they were yeah. vaping yep. for two years yeah. and whatever, and they I guess get... it happens worst in people that vape THC. Mm-hmm. Because really, of, I don't know why. But it's yeah. some of the way to do with the way they attach the stuff. It, the, it, apparently, yeah. the chemical gets like it coats your lungs, yeah, so it's the kind of same chemicals theory aren't as the. Good for your yeah, body. You, yeah, you shouldn't know. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be inhaling that? anything. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, ever really, other yeah. than air. Right? Air would be good. Like why? Why do you need to inhale things? I don't know. That are not air. Vaping. I never did like that. That that whole smoking pot. I was like, mm-hmm. no, nah, I don't want to smoke. Well, you man. used to do those e-cigars i used to you know a lot of and i remember being like these are not good for you and you're like it's just water you did e-cigars yes oh in my wedding video he's just going wild on the (laughs) e-cigars i know and i kept telling him these that's not good for you it's just water yeah for about three years he was really into those i miss that i miss the the baby cigars you're lucky time yeah did you even talk about that on the radio i don't even remember that i doubt that i did yeah i doubt well, I used to smoke cigars. I never did inhale the cigars, mm-hmm. and I didn't inhale the vape ones either. I would just take it in my and blow it. I out. miss cigars. No, there yeah, you cigars go. Cigars are good. See? Ugh. Yeah, he used to. Chills all. He loved them until you got. You kept on saying they gave you screaming headaches. They did. Started giving me a screaming headache. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. So it's an acronym. Ivali. Oh, the what? E-cigarette the or yeah. vaping? It's like a acronym. Lung injury. Mm-hmm. Okay. E stands for e-cigarette. V vaping. Associated a L lung injury. Hmm. Okay. So, hey, you got Good maybe, to know. maybe some new clients. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, there's new, there's new cases out there. So, <laughs> the, have you been following what's going on in New Mexico with the fight over whether you can carry your gun out in the open or not? <laughs> Why do they want to carry a gun in the open? Cowboy. Yeah. You know what? Well, I suppose that's true. I think there is something to be said about open carry versus concealed carry. Because concealed carry, you don't know if somebody has a gun. Open carry, you know if somebody that's has true. a gun. Yeah. You know? You can hide behind a car if you see a gun. <laughs> Easier than. Yeah, but it's like if you see this, if you see that somebody has a gun, it's like you're not trying to hide your gun. Everybody There's your gun. run. Homecoming queen's got a gun. <laughs> but I don't know. Conceal carry is a little bit scarier. Jamie's got a gun. Is that what yeah. Jamie's got go. a gun. So it's all true. Yeah, I I don't know. It's yeah. I suppose you would conceal carry. Yeah, you don't know they got a gun. Although I'd rather not know. You're probably I'm not. not worried about it. Most people that are going to get a conceal and carry permit. That's true are most likely not criminals. That is true. Yeah. They're going to go through that the... That is true. Per- yeah, because yeah, yes. they've got to have the background check and everything else for that. Hello? Somebody's yes? phone. Oh. Mom. Oh, Nana's phone's going Mom. on. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I hope I can Who make it. Who is it now, today. Catherine? <laughs> Holy I don't know. Somebody buckets. from Orlando. Orlando? Yeah. Oh, is it, was it Disney? Yeah, Disney's, Disney's calling me. Disney's calling. Well, oh, hey, we spend enough hey, money Catherine. there, they should call you. Oh, hi, folks. Hey, Kath, we're going to spend another quarter of a million here this year. I can't wait to see you. That's about it. Might not be quite that much, but, you know, it's kind of heading that way. How was the movie you went to go see? Phenomenal. Was it? Oh, I, I what called was it. It was filmed uh, interesting. Uh, and I don't know if you'd get the same feel if you watch it on a TV screen. I don't screen. think you would. It, they right. filmed it like 
the person was sort of talking to you. Hmm. Yep. I like, want to see this. Um, it was it really was, good. What is it called? The Haunting, uh, Haunting in Venice. Venice? Haunting yep. in oh, Venice. Oh, it's the Agatha, Ag Agatha, Agatha Christie. Christie. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Her, those Tina movies Fey's are good. It. Those movies are really they good. They really are. Yep. And um, we started watching a new, well, it's not new, an old uh, PBS masterpiece uh, series called Endeavor. Endeavor, mm. yeah. That's really good. Really and there's like good. nine seasons of it. Huh. But the weird thing is there are nine seasons, I believe eight episodes a season. Yeah. And they're all an hour and a half long. Yeah, it's like a little movie. That's a lot watching of, 40 movies. That's a lot of time. <laughs> like, a lot man. of time. I watched Big George Foreman this weekend. Oh, did what you? That's that? a good movie. It's about George Foreman. He's it's such about a his good life. Guy. Yeah. Oh, I bet it's interesting. It's very it's it's, it's well done. You know, they they do a good job with it. And you know, There's five kids that are named after himself. By George. George. Yeah, he explains that. George, George yep. Foreman. He explains that. It's true. So was a hunting was it scary? No. No. Well, yeah, but I mean, I mean, a tiny, tiny little. Okay, because I really want to go see it, but there are certain friends of mine that will not go see anything that's even remotely scary. Um, did they see like Orion, Orion on the or murder on murder on the Orient Express? Or was the third one? There's been three of them. Death and the Nile. Death and the Nile. Yeah, was really good. And again, Tina Fey was really good in this movie. Tina Fey's a good actress. She is. She's very good. Not funny in the least, but she's a really good actress. She can be funny. Just settle down. Well, she's just been the same sassy cat for so many years. and just got people say that about me. Old. Yeah, sassy cat. She writes a lot of stuff. Yeah, she does. She does write a lot. Big writer. Very, very well. Thirty Rock was a great show. I didn't like I 30 Rock. It. I tried to watch 30 Rock when I was bedridden ill with mm -hmm. Fawn because I had watched all other television and it was something <laughs> that people were watching and I watched like four episodes and I was like, everyone on the show is annoying hmm. and I just couldn't take it. That's true. So I, I don't like shows like that. I thought yeah. you liked 30 Rock, Andy. I never. I've, I've watched like two episodes oh. of it. And yeah, it's, it's like everyone is annoying. It's like they're all competing to be the most, most annoying. annoying character. Yes, agreed. And I that's when know. I watched Parks and Rec too, and I really like Parks. And Parks and Rec. Rec was very good. Yes. Yes. That's oh, another. Parks and Rec has a lot of very annoying characters too, but they're not all annoying. And they're so annoying in like a kind of charming way. Some of them, not just outright mm -hmm. only annoying, mm -hmm. like a lot of the 30 Rock characters. I don't know. There are some people that I'm just like, stop talking. <laughs> like on stop my, talking. On my run today, I do these, their audio runs on the Peloton app. So there's somebody talking and then they have just like a playlist going and whatever. And there's this woman that I don't generally like her classes, but I took one of her classes today because I like the playlist. And she just like randomly starts laughing. When she's teaching oh, yeah. the class, and like while I was running, I was like, "Would you mm. stop laughing?" Just like a joyful thing. Yeah, it's just like you know, yeah, just like <laughs> now increase your speed. Like you know, I'm just like, what? shut up! Why are you laughing? There's nothing funny happening here. Like I'm yeah. glad that we're having a nice time running, but you don't need to giggle all the time. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There are gigglers. <laughs> All right, we got one minute. Who's going to close it out? Let's see. Who's going to close it out? What are, the, what are the issues for one more one more minute? I'm trying to think. Uh, the issues. The what can we cover? Vikings are, it's over now. Vikings yeah. got helped yesterday by the whole division. I know. By the whole division losing. The whole division, the whole division lost. lost. All of them. That's amazing. Ow, ow, ow. Twins are heading towards the playoffs. Eh. Twins are heading toward the They'll playoffs. They'll screw it up. What? Mother. <laughs> yep.
They're a lot like the 87 the Club, team. I tell you that. How so? How do you think they're like the 87 Club? Because they could look great Stop. and look horrible. They, I think the 87 Club won what, like 85 games? Yep, that's true. I believe that's yep. true. So. They, they, but they, that 87 Club came together in a way it that did, this yes. team hasn't shown yet. That's but true. They've got good pitching. They got and they got for a short series. I love their starters. I don't like their relievers, but I love yeah. their starters. You know, so. So we'll see what happens there. So. Big, oh, Jude's on camera now. Yeah. Oh, Jude's there. Jude's Jude on camera. Jude's on camera. Just looking at the sky and licking. What's happening? I love, <laughs> how, in the air. I love how Jude wakes up just about the end of the show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's always, always, he's As soon as Tom said we have about a minute left, he hopped up and started licking my leg. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. You have tells. You usually go, all right. Yep. Yep. And it's like, you know, my dogs know when I'm going to. Depending mm-hmm. on what shoes I'm putting on yeah. or they what I'm to. doing, they know everything. if I'm going to take them for, yeah, they know. They yep. know. So, quick thing I'll throw out there. So my mom yesterday, you yes. know, my mom wants me to call her all the time. Sure. I called her. She gave me the old brush off yesterday. Like, Whoa. oh, well, that's good. Things are good. Okay, got to go. Okay, got to go. Bye. That's every time I talk to What is she doing that's so important? Well, she might have been cashing your check that you sent her. That might have been what it was right there. We've been down that road before, believe me brush off yesterday so welcome to the club (laughs) all right that's gonna do you talk to you tomorrow okay